Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. That over there is Jesse, uh, Jesse Savelle. <laughs> that's good. That's hey. good. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Jerry DePlantis. No. <laughs> Hey, Jesse. How you doing, sir? How you doing? doing good. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what you get for trying to think of two or three things at one time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we thank, thank you for this you, broadcast Lord. today. And we are so blessed. Lord, so it's, it's happening now. Amen. The outpouring is going on now. And we intercede oh, we, for the outpouring of the former and the latter rain that you promised us, and it's happening. Yes, and Lord, we are Lord. so gloriously blessed. Yes. And we thank you, sir. And we give you all the praise and the glory for it in Jesus' name. Minister and manifest yourself throughout this radio yes, and television audience today. Yes, Lord. We take it and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesse, you know, uh, a couple of days ago, we talked about that elbow joint. Yes, sir. And um, they've got it in the system now. And, and so I want to show that to people. Sure. Let, let me, let, let's... Uh, uh, let's g give a little background to this. Mm -hmm. In uh, May of, of uh, 2015, I went to um, Bishop David Oyedipo's place in Canaan land, Nigeria. And uh, his congregation now, it, well, the building seats 50,000. They're having five services on Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Now, when I was there, they were having four. And I got the opportunity to preach to the first two, mm. which is a little over 100,000 people. And then I was leaving there that morning going to Johannesburg for another week of meetings down there. So I had to leave. And now when, when I left, um, here then in... Um, October of 2015, mm -hmm. Bishop came to the United States. He had a grandchild born in Washington, D.C. So he called me and said, I want to come down and see you. And uh, so he came. He said, now, Brother Copeland, when you came, he said, we, we had such a move of God while you were there. And we did, man. Praise the Lord. It was a minister's conference. Mm -hmm. And we had... We we wound up with uh, over nine thousand preachers there Praise in God. this all over Africa and Europe. It's just amazing, and three thousand just jammed out this this minister's uh, auditorium, and then and then the overflow rooms and all that. It's just powerful. He said, "Now as you left, he said we had an explosion. We had over one hundred and thirty thousand people come into the church. Praise the Lord. See the spirit of God just moved. Amen." And one of our pastors, he said, he's uh, ministering to all these people. He said, now, years ago, a, 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 he got shot in the elbow and it shattered that elbow joint. And so they took, uh, they took that out and they put in, like you'd put in a, uh, have a hip replacement. Right. This was an elbow replacement. Right. And he had pain with it all the time. He said it just hurt him all the time. Well, 
the Lord said, I, I appreciate the way you, uh, the way you serve me and, and so forth. And that guy hurt 24 hours a day. And, uh, but he said, I'm, I'm going to do something for you. Well, Jesse, he woke up one morning and that piece was laying on the bed next to him with a brand new elbow joint in his arm. Now, um, they're, they're going to show you the picture right now. And this, this part here is just like they do a, a tooth implant. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll put some artificial right. bone in there and, and before they put that stud down in there. Right. And your bone grows up around it. That's what that is on this side here. That's mm -hmm. artificial bone. And then this, this spike here was in the other part of his right. arm. And that thing was laying beside him in the bed. No blood, no, no scar, nothing. An angel just operated on him Praise God. and left that thing there as evidence. Now, the, one of the things that's so important uh, about this part here, that's got all the serial numbers on it. Yeah. That's got the doctor's serial number. It's got his right. ID number and the, the serial number of this part and mm -hmm. the date and when all that was happening. So that's pure evidence, man, right there. Yeah, that, that thing had been in that man's arm. And, and when he put that in, they drive that into your bone. Oh yeah. I mean, on both sides. Yeah. That's reading hurt all the time. Yeah. And then you, then you realize something. That's amazing what God can do, that he'll take the thing and then leave it as evidence, you know, to show you. And all of a sudden the man wakes up and he ain't hurting and he's got a whole new bone and a whole new elbow plus, and the part that he used for a while. But I like what you said. He said, because you worshiped me and you, and you, and you loved me. I'm going to do something for I'm you. I'm going to do something for you. Do you think, Brother Coleman, people, God want to do something for people that are watching today? Oh, you know that so much. Can we, can we just pray for healing right please now? Please do. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. There Hallelujah. are people here today that are hurting. They're watching, Lord. Oh, they, got, they have Jesus. cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling arthritis, infectious disorders of all kinds. But you said everything named has to bow at the name of Jesus. Yes. Now, Lord, if you can perform surgery on a man's elbow, without him having any pain, no anesthesia, no nothing. He's sleeping and leave the part to show what you did and create a new elbow, oh, a geez. new bone attachment and ligaments and whatever it takes. Lord, I know right now you can heal people that are watching. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to heal people as they reach out and accept this oh, prayer of faith. Jesus. I just felt, I knew you told me to pray this prayer because you know what? There's some good people watching that have served you and Satan's attacked their body. Now, Father, I ask you to make them not just healed, but make them whole. Absolutely whole. Head, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord, sir. Lord, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. And Lord, let the testimony come at the church on the job, wherever they go, and let people magnify you. Let it be a glorious moment for your glory. I thank you for doing that, Lord. In Jesus' name. A man Amen. that I met, he got killed in a car wreck when he was a young man. And uh, he was in Billy Brim's uh, meeting in... Uh, David, do you remember his name? Gary Wood, isn't that his name? I, I believe that's right. Anyway, 
forgive me, forgive, forgive me, Brother Wood, if I got it wrong, <clears throat> but that's the one and only time I ever, I ever met him. And a friend of his, that young man that had gone to heaven um, a short time before him, and he met him and escorted him through the uh, through the whole right. place. He's taking him around. Right. Well, you've been to heaven. I know, you know, I know what you're talking about. So um, he took him into this gigantic room, and there were human body parts hanging all over the room. And that's something. And Gary said, "What is that?" He said, "This is the parts room." He said, "When." He said, when, when the people of God use the name of Jesus in faith God. and they call for new parts, our angels take those parts and put them in their bodies. Well, you know, when I went there, there was a building that I wasn't allowed to go in. That might have been that building. It might have been. Because I said, can we go in there? And he said, no, you're not allowed to see that. And it wasn't a... a I said, okay. I mean, I didn't feel bad about it, but I wondered what was in that building. Now, see, um, he, he, in that car wreck, his larynx was crushed, uh-huh. totally crushed. And he, he's seeing all these parts and everything. And he's a singer and preacher. And so they, when uh, he, uh, when the Lord raised him up, he, he, he sent him back to the earth. And he came back alive. They, uh, he was in the uh, emergency room when he when he mm-hmm. when he came back to life. Well, he uh, somebody I, I don't remember the exactly details to this, but I do remember this. They they remarked. They said, "Well, isn't that a shame? Uh, he doesn't have any he doesn't have any voice box anymore." And you know, mm-hmm. young man. Sure. And uh, and after after a little bit, he said, uh, "Hello," <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was that he uh-huh. said. And and they were shocked. He still doesn't have any voice box, but yeah. he sings and he preaches. Praise I mean, God. he's uh, he's he's man. I, I I would judge him in his. Uh, Probably in his fifties, maybe, right. and because, uh, like I said, that's the only time I ever met him. Sweet, right. sweet brother, man. This he's a walking miracle. God, but he still and he still doesn't have any vocal cords, man. That's a blessing of the Lord. Now, come on, and God can do anything if we'll believe. Well, it, it, but it takes faith, it and it takes, takes faith. faith in the name of Jesus, Amen. faith in the blood of the Lamb. But you base these things on the promises of the Word of God. Saint John fourteen said that. It's one of my favorite chapters of yours. He said, uh, "Ask whatsoever you shall ask in my name. This is Jesus, now it's in red. That will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now that in itself would cause a theologian to blow it, blow a gasket, like you say. But then Jesus even gets stronger, ladies and gentlemen, says this, if you shall ask anything in my name. Now that's the key, to understand the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. God, Jesus says this, I will do it. That's St. John 14. I, uh, I hadn't turned to it, but I can quote it. But St. John 14, it's one of the most amazing chapters. I think there's only two or About three verses verse. that, that, that are not even, that, uh, that, are, that are black parts. The rest of it's solid red. Yeah, he said, uh, 
I say unto you in the 12th verse, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall mm -hmm. he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Right. Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. And you know, but what the church does with that? If it be his will. He didn't say that. He says, if you understand the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus, you know what that means, power of attorney? Let me explain it. If Brother Copeland right now would have a document called a power of attorney document, and he says, I turn on, I turn over everything that I own to Jesse the planets and signs it with witnesses, I become you. Yeah, you do. I can sell everything that you possess because even though I'm not you, well, Jesus said, I have given you that power. Now, are you willing to go do the work that I do and do it greater? See, you got to understand the word whatsoever and anything. That shows me two things. God's vast resources, vast, and the liberality of his heart. A man told me, he said, well, you know, money problem. I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> and I, we were talking about that last night. There, there, the, the, there's some physicists trying to figure out how to capture asteroids. They call them planet killers. Some of them are very big, some are small. Because these asteroids are worth trillions, and I didn't say billions, trillions of dollars. They have iron in it, platinum, magnesium, everything, that the elements that we need on this planet. Now, Brother Copeland, that's God's garbage. That's the junk. That's the stuff that did not coalesce to make a planet. And what we call the asteroid, asteroid belt or the Kuiper belt, which is a little bit further out, that didn't come together and produce a Mars or a Venus or an Earth, you know, just, just rocks. Yeah. And then, of course, some of them from impacts and things of that nature. <clears throat> now, that's his garbage. There ain't no shortage, you see. It's just in the wrong hands. Now, why is there so much sickness in the body of Christ? Because people do not understand the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. I've never heard you pray a prayer for anyone when you were praying for him that you did not use that name of oh, Jesus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, be, but, and with never. authority. Never. I ever. mean, and when you understand that, then you become what he is. Now, people say, oh, you're trying to act like God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you got it. Now, if you want to criticize us over that, you can do it. Because he said for us to do it. He said, go do the work that I do. Jesus is. He said it. Um, Bill Winston said, he is the sample son. Yes. He is the example. Yes. He, he is the, he's the top of the line. And we oh, need oh. to, and the Holy Spirit's our instructor. We need to be doing our very best to pray like him, yes. talk like him, think like him, yes. act like him. It says, be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. Yes. You know, don't you like it when John was growing up and somebody say, saw John do something, say, boy, his daddy does, he, he does that just like his daddy. That just blessed. That blesses you because you're proud of your son. You know, when Jesus said that the father may be glorified in the son, he said, whatsoever you shall ask. Now, I'm going to shock you when I say this. I'm just, I'm not giving you my opinion. This is word that you just read and I just read. When you ask God for something spiritual, physical, and financial, and you believe it through the power of attorney of the name of Jesus, you know what happens in heaven? Angels shout. They say, Father, you are being glorified. Oh, yeah. Let me make a different analogy. Years ago, everybody dressed up like crazy for Easter and, and, and Christmas. I mean, you wore your best. If you had a grandchild or a child, you bought them a beautiful little dress. And boy, people came up and they knew that was your granddaughter. And they'd say, man, Brother Colbert, that granddaughter, 
did you and glory buy that dress? And we, and you say, yeah, we bought it for Issa. And that is such a beautiful dress. That's such a beautiful dress on her. You and glory do this. You just oh, got yeah. glorified. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And see, which, now, now, now let me make this so simple that it take a theologian to help you misunderstand this thing. When you ask, God says, they're glorifying me. They're believing my word. They are taking me at face value. Now that's where all those parts come in. Yes. You think this, you think what we just saw here, you think that doesn't glorify God? It can't glorify man. No, they did the best they could. And <laughs> the guy's it. in pain 24 that's hours right. a day. Yeah. At least he was able to do that, but in pain. But God get glorified. And you know what? <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. I don't believe that. You don't have to. He did it. He did. He believed in God. See, the reason why people don't receive these things, it just, they won't believe it. And, and it's so simple. Well, was it Brother Hagin said? Well, you won't be bothered with it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe that healing stuff in our church. Well, he said, you won't be bothered with well, it. Well, you heard people, I heard people tell me this all the time. When I first got saved, you know, I, I, I was searching to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't understand that, but I, and you know, it's just speaking of the tongue. Well, I thought, all I know is English and a few French words and stuff like that. And I know a couple of cuss words in Spanish, stuff like that. You know, I thought, oh, I do. It's the truth. I'm not going to lie. That's just, I was, yeah, but that don't work. But that it? don't work today. You know, that's true. <laughs> but when I, the guy says, them tongues is of the devil. And I looked at that man. And I ain't heard this. I ain't heard this in church. This came from me. I said, let me tell you something, son. You looking at a man that was once a sinner. When you say a chief of sinners, I, God, the father, had to give Jesus a blood transfusion because he ran out of blood to cover my stuff because I was such a sinner. I said, if them tongues was of the devil, I would have found it. You would have done it. <laughs> I would have done it. I, I would have found it. Prisons would be full of it. But I didn't. You know where I found it? In a house of God around people that were willing to pray with me, believe with me to receive. And all they wanted to do is for me to receive. And I was trying to intellectualize it. I was trying to think, oh, how, how you say this? And they, they would say, now quit talking. Don't talk in English anymore, but talk in tongues. And I thought to myself, I can't talk anything in any language without saying something. How do I do that? And I remember this so strong by a cross-eyed preacher. He's in heaven today named Wallace Key. I'm going to tell you one thing. This man's so cross-eyed. I ain't never seen anybody that cross-eyed in my life. And he looked at me, too, and he had that real rough voice. Would you like to receive the Holy Ghost with power? And I said, are you looking? I asked him, are you looking at me? Because he's looking this way. I don't mean that to be make fun of me. I said, yes, sir. And you know what I was thinking? Man, I tried this before. It ain't working. And guess what happened? He laid his hands on me. When I did, I put my hand because he was, I thought he was going to miss my head. He, he laid his hand on me and my mind became unfruitful. And my mouth was filled <laughs> with glorious things. Now you can't, you know, today I can't hardly pray in English without going in the tongues. Well, yeah. And particularly when you, when you, when you're, the, the scripture is very plain about the tongue being the bucket of the wisdom of yes. God, bringing up yes. out of your spirit the wellspring of knowledge. It, it, as, as you speak those words. And Jesse, here's, what, here's the reason the devil's fought its bad. <clears throat> He's fought everything that's got any power in it. Right. 
you're speaking, like you said, your mind became unfruitful. That's 14th right. chapter of First Corinthians. Now, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand with my mind just by faith. Ah, ha, 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 ha. See, it's also talked about in the eighth chapter of Roaning of Romans as groanings yeah. that cannot be uttered. That's right. So you could just step off in there. If you're willing, I'm just going to risk it all here sure. on the Spirit of God. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you do that, you can't foul up what you're praying with unbelief. That's right. Because see, it's not coming from you. It's That's coming right. from God. It's coming out of your spirit and uh -huh. your spirit's in connection with God now because he's in there in fullness. Now, when you got born again, he's in there, yeah, but not in the full, in full measure. I understand. See, Jesus born of the spirit, of course. Right. But he walked out in that, that Gordon, Jordan River. When it is time for him to enter into ministry, he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Well, I asked the Lord, I said, why am I having a hard time praying in English? He said, because you're full. Yeah. See, and when you're full, I mean, I hold it goes right there. I mean, and you just begin to pray. And then not too long, I got up, and for lack of a better way to say it, I didn't feel right. Not, I wasn't sick, and I just wouldn't feel right. And I said, I got to build myself up. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't go get a dumbbell. I lifted my hands, as in my house, and I began to pray in the Holy Ghost. And it was like a surge of power. And I thought, man. And the Lord says, I never run out of power. Never. Anytime you want to tap this source, you tap this source. You remember in the, uh, the old days of Pentecost and, and something now too, I, I imagine, send the power. Yes. Send yeah. the power. Well, we're interceding for an outpouring of the Spirit of God. We're not saying send the power right. just now. Right. I know. Now the difference, was, and, and I'm doing that one day. Oh God, send the power. And he stopped me. Right, and I heard him running here. He said, where am I going to get it? <laughs> what? Where am I going to yeah. get it? Yeah. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. He said, where am I going to get it? Oh, I was saying, send me more power. Yeah. We need more power. Yeah. And he said, I, uh, he said, Kenneth, there ain't nobody above me. I can't go say, send, would you send Kenneth some more power? Yeah. He yeah. said, I'm already in you now. Yeah. They're all a power of heaven is in there. Third yes, chapter of the book of Ephesians. Yes. He's able to do exceeding abundantly well, beyond all we ask or think according to the power that works within you. And he recorded it in this document. And we're out of time. <laughs> Some of you are being baptized in the Holy Ghost Amen. right now. I mean, just enjoy it, brother. Glory to God. Don't let the devil tell you you got the wrong thing. I mean, just laugh at him. Sure. And go right on with the Word of God. Jess and I'll be back in just a That's so true. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes.